Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. <sighs> In just a few hours, at about 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern-ish, uh, I'll be finding out whether the book, Bright Line Eating, The Science of Living Happy, Thin and Free, hit the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, this is something I've been working toward for over three years. Um, it was sort of part of that morning meditation that I had back in January of 2014, this idea of like write a book and make it, you know, a bestseller that, you know, people will read and that will help a lot of people that will spread and that will carry ideas that will propagate through the culture, ideas of bright lines and the susceptibility scale and what it really takes to, you know, lose all your excess weight and keep it off long term. All those ideas that I so wanted people to have a clear roadmap um, out of the misery of overeating and being overweight and not being comfortable in your body. Um, the idea was write a book and get it out there in the world. And, you know, the, it wasn't in the morning meditation, like write a New York Times bestselling book, but the idea, you know, was definitely that, like get it out into the world. And, um, and I, I have an ego on me. Anyone, anyone close to me knows that for sure. Um, I always have as a little kid. I think I was five years old and I was in a dentist's office and I was making some, wise little comments to him or something. And he turned to my mom and he said, no lack of ego structure there. And my grandma and my mom were there and they laughed and like they told that story at dinner parties for decades. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I have an ego on me for sure. And uh, do I want this book to hit the New York Times bestseller list? Like, totally. Hell yeah, right? Yes. Um, and I'm in the last few hours of not knowing. And I'm recording the vlog now as opposed to later because I actually think there's um, some really good bright line eating lessons here now in this state of not knowing. Um, in particular, there's something as we walk through our bright line eating journey, there's something about focusing on our efforts and the things we can control as opposed to focusing on the outcome of our efforts. It's a really important distinction. Um, the reality is, and I know this in my soul of souls, I have done every last thing that I could to make this book a New York Times bestseller, to get it into the hands of as many people as possible. I really have. I've worked as hard as I could possibly work with the information and the tools and the skills and the resources that I had at the time. I did the best I could with what I had. Like, that's just my truth, you know? And I think, you know, the folks on the Bright Line Eating team and the Bright Lifers who've been surrounding me through this journey would agree, right? I've done everything I can. We've all done everything we could. And if you're watching this and you bought like way more books than you really needed just to get entered into a contest or just to be supportive and, you know, posted and liked the Facebook lives and shared them and all that stuff, like, thank you. You've done everything you could too. We have done our best on this. And um, like at the end of the day, what more can a human being do than their best with what they got? And I think really there's some kind of spiritual truism here. If we unpack it, even when we're not doing very well, like even when we're face down in a bowl of cookie dough, or sitting in the parking lot outside of a grocery store 
binging because we can't even stand to, you know, drive home and wait that long to eat. Even when we're doing that, I would argue that we are all always doing the best we can with what we've got at the moment. That that's kind of the way it is. Like we show up and do the best we can in the moment with what we've got. Like if we knew better and we, you know, had more resources, we would do better, you know, and in the moment we do what we can. And there are times when we kind of watch ourselves really show up for life, really strive for a project like I have been striving to get this book out into the world or strive for the, our bright line eating journey, right? And, and write down our food the night before and the next day eat only in exactly that. And sometimes the outcome isn't what we'd hoped. Sometimes we've had a squeaky clean, beautiful, bright line day or week or month and we step on the scale at the appointed time and it doesn't at all reflect what we feel we've been doing, right? Like how come it's not pounds later than that? That's just ridiculously unfair, <laughs> you know? And, you know, if that list gets sent to me tonight at 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern and the Brightline Eating book isn't on it, you know, there's no world in which I can pretend that's not going to be just a lump of disappointment, like profound disappointment. But it does not change what I put into getting it there. And it doesn't change the reality of the beauty of the results that were cre created as the result of that striving. So stay with me here for a second. You will all be the first to tell me if we do not hit the New York Times bestseller list. Susan, it's okay. Do you see what you built here? We're all benefiting from this. What you wanted has happened. People are being helped. Lives are being changed. You have started something that's going to grow and propagate. You will be the first to tell me this is not a failure. This is still a success. New York Times bestseller list or no. Girlfriend, success already happened. Whether those two guys in a room, you know, put the book's name on that list or not, what was supposed to happen from this has already happened. The book is getting out into the world and it will continue. It's a good book. It will get shared and it will get read and it will get shared and it will get read and it will get shared and it will get read long, 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 long into the future. And people that need this message by whatever providence will have this book fall into their lap and it will change their lives at just the right time. That is all happening anyway. You will tell me that, won't you? Right? And what I want to tell you is in your bright line eating journey, the same is true. If you step on the scale and you don't love that number that you see and it feels grossly unjust and not representative of the efforts you've put in over the last day or week or month, what I want to tell you is what you have created in sticking with your bright lines has already benefited you and will continue to benefit you into the future. The habits you are creating are changing your brain. And if you keep focusing on your bright lines, you will reap the benefits no matter what that number ever says. Your clothes sizes will be going down if they haven't already tremendously. 
your skin will be clearing up, your eyes will be starting to sparkle, your spine will be getting more erect, your shoulders will be getting more broad, the people around you will be saying, what are you doing? You look amazing. The peace will be coming. And all of that comes from sticking with the bright lines. It doesn't come from a number on the scale. The outcome ultimately is pretty irrelevant. It's the process and the striving and the journey and showing up and doing your best at any given moment that counts, right? So in Bright Line Eating, we have a saying. We got this from 12-step programs for sure. This is a total ripoff. They got it probably from somewhere else, but we've modified it a little bit. And the saying goes like this. If you focus on your bright lines, you will lose the weight. If you focus on the weight, you'll lose your bright lines. So on the day of finding out whether the book, Bright Line Eating, has hit the New York Times bestseller list just a few hours, literally a few hours before finding out, I want to pledge to you to focus on the journey, not on the outcome. The outcome I can't control. It hits the list. It doesn't hit the list. Two guys in a room decide that. Nothing I can control. What I can control is continuing to propagate this message far and wide, build a team and a support structure strong to love you and support you in your boot camps, to keep putting out amazing courses like the 14-day challenge, and I've got another one up my sleeve that I'm going to release here at some point here soon. I think I might be talking about that at the live event um, in San Diego that's coming, the second annual Brightline Eating Family Reunion. I got a new course I'm going to roll out. That's what I can do. I can keep creating content. I can keep designing courses that are going to change people's lives. I can keep writing books. Not for a little while, I promise you. I'm not even thinking about another book for at least six months. Just give me some space. But anyway, at some point in the future, I imagine I will write another book. That's what I can do. I can, I can do the footwork. The outcomes are not up to me. I learned this lesson recently. Excuse me. I was talking to you about commitment contracts in a vlog, I don't know, a few months ago. I love my commitment contracts. They're awesome. The idea is you set up a, a span of time where you're committed to doing a specific thing, let's say sticking with your bright lines for a specific period of time, and you put some money on the line that if you don't do it, that money will go maybe to an anti-charity, like somewhere you really wouldn't want that money to go. In general, it's been a really successful strategy for me. Like I don't pay that money because it makes me stick with my bright lines for sure. Um, but once in these few months, I made a commitment contract to weigh a certain amount by a certain date. Like my weight had crept up a little bit. I kind of know in general, like I know how to take off a few pounds. It's not a big deal. Um, but I set up a commitment contract that by this date, my weight would be back under this number. And then I ate immaculately. And my body didn't cooperate, like the pounds didn't come off or not quite like I was basically the pounds came off, but I was not going to quite hit that number by that date. And I was fit to be tied because I'd never botched a commitment contract before. And I was about to botch my first one through no fault of my own. The fault was in the contract. The fault was in setting up the game to be about an outcome as opposed to a process of striving. You see the difference? We can't control outcomes. 
but we can control our behavior, our attitude, and the actions we take along the way. And then we surrender the outcomes. The outcomes are someone else's business. Whether it's God or two guys in a room or whoever, the outcomes are not up to us. We can do the footwork. We can do the right actions at the right time. And Bright Line Eating is all about that. The last thing I want to say about this is that Bright Line Eating is also about, I'm going to get choked up, making room for the emotions that come up along the way. Um, if this book doesn't hit the New York Times bestseller list, it will be a deep, deep disappointment for me. Everything I just said is true. You know, focus on the process, not on the outcome. Great, fabulous. It'll still feel like a kick, kick in the stomach. Hard. For sure. There's one disappointment in my life that I think back on that really hurt. Um, I was 13 years old. I was graduating from eighth grade, or I was in eighth grade, I guess. And I'd applied to boarding schools. I wanted to go, I was in San Francisco. I wanted to fly to the East Coast and go to boarding school for high school. And I wanted to go to the best boarding school in the country, which I had deemed to be Phillips Exeter Academy. I don't know if you've heard of Exeter, but they don't accept very many kids. And uh, I wanted to go to Exeter. And um, long story short, I didn't get in. And I had perfect grades and perfect test scores. And uh, I didn't get in. I think they only accept 7, 12, 15, 20% of students. I don't know what the percentage is, but it wasn't many. I thought it was like 7%. I assumed, assumed I would get in. You couldn't have better grades. You couldn't have better test scores. You couldn't want to go there more. I didn't get in. I remember my dad telling me that I didn't get in. He, he opened the letter and picked me up after school and told me that I didn't get in. And um, all I remember was kind of just swallowing it and turning it around to like, it's probably better. I'll stay here in California with you guys. And it's, you know, I'm probably going to need your love and guidance and support as I go through adolescence. Little did I know how much that was going to be true. Um, I don't remember crying. I don't remember sinking into the disappointment and letting it be there. I don't remember that. I remember putting a smile on it pretty quickly. And so what I want to say is that something I've learned in adulthood, I guess I didn't know it then, but I know it to be true now, is that the pipe that carries our emotions from where to where, I don't know, from the heart to the brain or from the the soul to the mind, I don't know, whatever. But that pipe, it's got to stay clear. And the way to keep it clear is to feel it all. The joy, the elation, the sorrow, the regret, the hurt, the anger, just to let it all flow through that pipe. You don't get to feel the joy if you're not also feeling the frustration, the anger, the disappointment, the sadness. And so what I want to pledge to you is if it's, if it's a no tonight, I'm going to feel that all the way and I'm not going to eat over it. That's my pledge to you. And if it's a yes, I'll be really, really happy. And I'll be hopping on a Facebook Live at 8 p.m. Eastern to tell you about it. <laughs> if it's a no, I'm not going to hop on the Facebook Live at 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to wait till tomorrow to do the Facebook Live. Give myself a moment to feel my grief. Yeah, so that's my plan. Um, the Facebook Live will be on the Bright Line Eating 
website in Facebook, the Bright Line Eating fan page in Facebook at 8 p.m. Eastern, if we've found out. If I'm not there, it doesn't actually mean it's a no. Sometimes I've heard the list doesn't come out till Thursday morning. <laughs> so that's great, too. We might have to wait another 12 hours. But anyway, um, fingers crossed. And uh, for all those of you who are experiencing slow weight loss or frustrating weight loss or a plateau or whatever, just know that you're getting all the benefits from the journey itself. Like the outcome doesn't have to be what you want it to be, even though you want it to be that so bad. And I get that. The outcome doesn't have to be that for the journey to be exactly what it's supposed to be and perfect exactly the way it is. And create time to feel the disappointment of the weight not coming off the way you want it to. It's maddening. It comes off for some people super fast. I get that. And for other people, it's just a slower, more frustrating journey. Yeah. So here's to living life on life's terms. Here's to letting it all be exactly what it will be. And that's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week.